This is a CBC Podcast. Okay, it's beautiful out. It is. It's gorgeous. Now that we're strapped, I know. got our snowshoes strapped on, it's fantastic. And it's not too windy. The sun's out. Yes. A little bit of snot. Okay. Yeah, okay. Look at me being a positive peach on a friggin' cold day. Snowshoeing. This is on one of our really, really cold Saskatchewan days. Like, minus 40, it hurts your face, dangerous if you're not dressed properly kind of days. It is cold, where you question if it's good to be out. Hi, I'm Denise Fornwald. I am a teacher, and I work with lots of uh, families who are new to Canada, some who are coming from very different climates. And part of the philosophy of the program that I'm teaching is that outdoor play is good for kids and that it's good for kids year round so some families are concerned about their kids being outside in cold weather and I wanted to reassure them that it is a good idea for kids to play outside even in winter really my question is how can I prove that it's good for kids to play outside in winter Let's find out. I'm Leisha Grubinski, and this is Good Questions Saskatchewan. You ask, and we learn the answer together. This is going to be the one in your back. These mitts. I know. Change of mitts. Which is why I'm out snowshoeing with Cynthia Hernandez and her son, Fernando. Cynthia knows exactly what Denise is talking about. She moved to Saskatoon 10 years ago from Mexico. That's like an 80-degree temperature swing. I did, like, I liked snow before, like... The first time that I knew it was going to snow that we were here in Canada, I sat at a bench for probably like two hours waiting for the snow because I never seen it. And I was mesmerized by it. Like I sat and almost cried at that bench because it was just like something so brand new. But I didn't know how to get outside and I did feel like a like, little bit like, you know, you don't even know what to do. So things like that were a little bit hard. And that made her first few years in Saskatoon incredibly challenging. If you're just starting to like, I remember I used to cry. <laughs> I used to cry waiting for the bus, like because the first couple of years we didn't even have a vehicle. And I used to work in the north end. We used to live downtown, and it would take me two buses to get home. We'll get off at five. It's dark. It's cold. <laughs> and I remember like standing there waiting for the bus, just like melting, wondering what was I doing here. (laughs) So when parents who come from a warmer climate ask teacher Denis if it's okay for the kids to go outside, Cynthia knows exactly what they're feeling. Living also in warm weather climate where you can just step outside and do something outdoors, right? And then you come here and you feel all like enclosed during winter. It's not as easy to go outside. It's expensive to get your winter gear at the beginning and just to making sure that you are all covered and if you have a whole family, it's like ski pants for everyone. It isn't easy. It's scary and has the potential to be dangerous if you aren't dressed properly. Cynthia and her husband wanted to start new lives in Canada. So even though it was hard, they chose the challenge. But what if you didn't choose to come here? You're here because you fled conflict. If you moved here from Burundi or the Congo and this is where they sent you, it adds up to, you know, all the stresses of, okay, you're in a new place, new people, new language, new culture, new everything, plus frigid weather. The daylight has a huge impact in people's moods and, you know, your 
mental health when it's dark for so long. It can get really gloomy and especially people who are here may not have a big family or a big community. That's Victoria Flores. She's with the Regina Open Door Society, an organization that helps newcomers get settled. Around 30,000 people moved to Saskatchewan last year. A lot came from hot places like India, the Philippines, and Nigeria. Others fled conflicts in places like Afghanistan and Syria. I think it's really important, especially when we think about the concept of a welcoming community. You know, what does a welcoming community mean? Um, and because the weather plays such a huge part in our lives for half the year here, especially helping people get through it in different ways, because not everyone has to enjoy the outdoors. You know, that's and not everyone, even people who are from here who live their whole lives here. Some some of them don't like it. Right. It's not it's not for everybody. But being able to live your life in a way that you can get through winters and have people that can show you the ropes in a way that doesn't feel forced or like, hey, you know, you're here, you know, you have to get used to it. But it's like, hey, let's let's find a way that, you know, what's the best way to connect with somebody and help them get through this. Even on minus 40 days, schools and businesses are open. We're expected to be there. So figuring out how to live in winter safely is important. Victoria says Open Doors Society helps people learn to dress for the weather. They sometimes cancel activities when there's an extreme cold warning just to grant people a bit more time to get used to the weather. Victoria knows what this is like. She comes from Bolivia and remembers years ago walking to the store with her high school friends who were Japanese exchange students. The store was only four blocks away. Minus 40 with a windchill type of day. But at that time, I had no concept of that. what that meant. I don't think they did either. Uh, we were all still just learning English also. So I recall we got our jackets on, put our boots, and we went out. And by the time that we were walking back, I had never felt that type of cold and the pain in your legs from the wind. And we just, I remember just running inside the house or trying to warm up. And I made the mistake of, like, getting into hot water because I thought that was going to make it better. It did not. <laughs> it was very painful. So this is the point in the podcast where you yourself might be asking, are there any benefits to subjecting ourselves to this cold weather? There are. Trust us, we're getting there. Victoria figured out how to dress properly. Layers, good mitts, always wear a toque, that kind of thing. And she's gone from surviving winter to thriving in it. She tries to get out for a winter bike ride every single day. Listen to her. We're on. Here. And it's made a huge difference in her well-being. Just being outside, um, fresh air, and just spending that time out there. And, and we get so much light and so much sun here in Saskatchewan that, again, it just it can take you out of the winter blues and moving and you know enjoying that. It it gives you a different perspective in of the weather and the winter for me especially. But it it wasn't. Like when I first moved here, it was not like that. <laughs> Victoria feels the benefits of spending time outside in winter now. And there is research to back up that it is good to go outside in the winter. Which brings us back to Denise's question. How does she convince families it's worth the effort to bundle up and head outside? 
Hello, how are you? Hey, sorry, I was rushing. I had to help someone boost their vehicle and I'm still in my ski pants. Oh boy. Welcome to Saskatchewan. I reached out to Matt Kwan when we were under this extreme cold warning, which is why I was still in ski pants. He's the Canada Research Chair in Youth Mental Health and Performance at Brock University. So why is being outside good for us? It can help mental health and well-being, as well as a variety of markers of, of cardiovascular disease as well, too. The challenge is how cold it gets outside, and that's where we have to learn to adapt. At the end of the day, I think in, in Canada, we need to you know, really embrace the seasonality really that we have and the variations in, in weather. It's just about tailoring you know, different activities, which is really important. So winter's a reality. So being adaptable, finding things that we, we really want to do during the cold months um, is, is critical. But how fair is it to expect people who are brand new here from warmer climates to immediately embrace winter? This is an emerging area that, that requires more research. And some of the research that I'm doing actually is, is focusing in on, on newcomer children and youth. So this is the example that you gave in terms of, you know, probably coming from, you know, different climates and oftentimes warmer climates all year round. So um, having them come in and, and embracing, you know, the, the, the Canadian winters is a part of the, you know, embracing a Canadian identity for them. Cynthia, my snowshoeing partner, had to figure out how to be Mexican and Canadian, a person who likes the hot and the cold who's raising her son, Fernando, here in Saskatchewan. It's still like a little bit of like, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't see other people like me <laughs> out there. And it's a little bit kind of scary at the beginning. I, For me also was that being scared of losing your Mexicanity, in my case, kind of like, you know, I always want to be Mexican, but at the same time, I want to embrace where I am. And it was until I make peace of I'm bicultural and I can still teach my kid a lot of my Mexican culture, but then he also, he's Canadian first, right? And so we got to embrace what it's Canada for him and for us as well. And so it becomes a nice balance between the two things, I would say. Cynthia became a winter enthusiast because of her son and a teacher who was a lot like Denis. Cynthia's son wound up at an outdoor preschool where he learned to spend a lot of time outside. Fernando would come home and ask his mom and dad, let's go outside. So they started small by bundling up and heading to the park near the preschool. And now they do everything outside. Snowshoeing, winter biking, cross-country skiing, and more. It changed her life and helped her out of this deep depression that she felt in the winter. And just listen to Fernando gush about being outside in winter. I honestly love it because then you can hear the breeze from the trees and the birds and it's kind of like a way to get away from hearing the cars pass by or just like city stuff happening and it's just all nice and calm and it's kind of like a way to kind of recollect myself. So Denis, how you work with your families who feel nervous about winter, it could make all the difference in their quality of life here in Saskatchewan. Listen to these words of advice from Fernando. Take your time. It's just like, it's a lot that you went from a warm climate to a cold one. Take your time. And there's, nowadays, there's always people out there who are, were probably in the same situation as you. And there will always be people out there to help you. 
And hey, we'll help you. On the next episode of Good Questions Saskatchewan, we'll tackle how to dress for winter. But before we do that, I just want to check back in with Denise, the teacher who sent us on this quest. I think it brought a new aspect for me to think about, basically, to think about the role that identity plays. Uh, I think that's that's great. You know, I had maybe simplified things too much and just been like, oh, you don't know how to get outside and enjoy it. But if you, you know, have a little encouragement and support, but actually, yeah, there's there's a lot going on when people move countries and climates. You know, not just the practical side. I tend to be a really practical thinker. So I'm like, well, if I help you get some boots and I prove to you that it's safe, then you're going to jump on it, right? <laughs> Where it's like, no, you actually like, you know, you're building a sense of identity and, and you're learning how to trust, you know, this new culture and, and sort of figure out where you fit in it. Like, so those are more complicated, nuanced parts of the, the situation. Love it. Thanks for that question, Denis. It's such an important reminder that, hey, our winter is harsh. Let's help each other get through it so we can all thrive in the winter months. <laughs> Look for Cynthia the next time you're out tobogganing. So now, what is your question about Saskatchewan? You can email goodquestionsask at cbc.ca. That is goodquestion, S-A-S-K at cbc.ca. We want to know what you're wondering and we'll learn the answer together. I'm Leisha Gravinsky. My partner on this podcast is Nicole Hawk. Stay curious. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.